What up, what up, what up? Hey, everybody. I hope you're doing well. Hey, I just want to let you know, I know everybody can't always support and donate uh, to the podcast, but hey, if you can do a one-time donation, I put up a buy me a coffee uh, link in this description of the podcast. So if you go to the description of the podcast, it'll be at the bottom, and you can just uh, go to that link and you buy me a cup of coffee, or two if you want. And uh, that would just help support the show, and uh, I can... I can wake up a little bit more and bring you more info so thanks for listening to the podcast if you can donate that would be much appreciated and let's get on to the show another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to Lockdown Universe, home of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO, legend, and paranormal lore. Welcome back, welcome back, happy to be back. Hopefully you guys are doing excellent and taking care of yourselves. Today I've got a really interesting story of uh, a woman who has had an alien abduction, also implanted with alien DNA, had 24 alien children, and lived to tell about it. So... Who's this woman? Well, she comes to us from uh, this interesting show uh, that they have on a guy now called Into the Vortex, uh, hosted by uh, Mr. Uh, Jimmy Church, I believe it is. And her name, though, the important factor is her name is Geraldine Orozco. And uh, she came forth uh, just recently on this episode and told us about her amazing experience from childhood all the way up to being an, an adult. Now, what's awesome is she's really really good at um verbalizing her experience captures captures her experience very very well and what she talks about is the fact that she's not the only one that's had this happen to her there's millions of people who have had alien abduction stories across not only the united states but all over the world so one of the things i thought was really interesting is she talks about what happened um <clears throat> after she uh, was abducted and she sa- stated that she saw a light outside of her house and then was taking in was taken into the silver craft the silver craft uh, event happened October 13th 2013 and she went to bed around 12 o'clock at night and then she states that all of a sudden she woke up to an incredibly bright light in her room all all the sing- all of the walls were covered in white light and she uh, actually picked up her phone and it said 3.33 in the morning. And she said that's the first time she paid attention to any of the consecutive numbers. Which is interesting because that used to happen to me all the time. I'd wake up at 3.33 all the time. And we did a podcast about 3.33 being the devil's hour. If you haven't heard of that one, go back and listen to it. Very interesting. But they actually ended up doing a whole series on the devil's hour um, on television. <clears throat> so... When this happens, she winds up outside of her house, and she states she begins to feel her her body physically pull apart, 
and she start, starts to become lifted into the into the sky through her roof um and she states that she was in some tor- some sort of time space that was frozen nothing was moving around N- nothing nothing in her area nothing outside or inside was moving around now this is really interesting because my own personal experience uh dealt with frozen frozen people basically nobody around could move they were their faces were all frozen in time like they were in the middle of speaking a sentence and they were frozen in time so i found that particularly interesting and i went I went ahead and kept documenting it but i thought it was a dream actually in in all reality i thought it was a dream but now the further and further i investigated it it seems like it might have actually been uh an abduction event when i was a kid uh, that's not the only one that I've had. <laughs> I had a much more drastic one. That, well, that was pretty drastic because it was actually pretty terrifying. But um, I had a more drastic or another experience when I was younger than that uh, on my grandparents' farm. But I've gone through that before, so I'm not going to do that again. I'm going to go through this particular event, so I want to bring it up and share it with you. So back to Geraldine Orozco. She's flying in the sky. 2013. October 13th, she states the first of these aliens approaches her, and that she states that they kind of look like an ant being, almost seven feet tall, non-human, uh, but ant being, gray-colored body, and that's what's interesting, is that they're not just like these tall grays. She said they had an exoskeleton-type body with, with gigantic eyes, dark and black, uh, and she said that she was very terrified at that moment obviously makes sense the being raised its hand she heard the word calm in her mind telepathically when she when she heard that all of the anxiety and fear left her body and she was able to be transported without issue see they have this this kind of control right they have this telepathy control over people um and she states that she felt like she was out of this dimension because of how the communication was. So she was brought on board, and she states she started to walk into a white light. And more and more, the light started to take the shape of a craft, an interdimensional kind of craft. And in this ship, she stated there was a substance that looked like plasma, and it kind of transformed into metal. And she stated that she felt like the ship was conscious and it was communicating with her, which I think is kind of interesting. So she walked into the craft, and it has hallways that turn to the right and to the left. And she was directed to the left. And as she walked inside, five beings began to move forward. And another being directed his hand, and she began to see a hologram. And in that hologram that appeared on top of the craft, on the interior top of the craft, um began to show her some images, uh, some green undulating hills, a blue sky, and a picture of an obtuse glass building um, that she was directed into. By the time she had turned around, uh, she saw two greys with her aunt in a nightgown walking in front of her who was unconscious, her hair was all shaggy, and, and she was in her nightgown, but they wanted to show her her aunt. She couldn't scream out or reach to her, and then she immediately went behind the hologram. And this hologram then was removed, 
and she stated she was now inside the air, the the spacecraft, not looking at the uh, hologram anymore. So then she stated she saw a control room that was like an oval console to the left and had incredible holographic structure to it, like a hologram with the universe uh, of planets. And it showed her inf information about the rulers of those planets, which I think is like crazy fascinating because you never really hear about that. Um, but she talks about the fact that it was so overwhelming that it took her a really long time to kind of process it and understand what was really happening to her. <clears throat> but she states, as she's looking around, she can see through the craft, through into the stars and beyond, which is interesting. And the greys were holding a blue prism with eight layers on it. This is really interesting. So she these, these greys have a blue prism, and they're holding it, and she states that um, the ones that were showing her the hologram were maybe only about four to five feet tall at max, but there were other ones that were taller, right? Seven feet tall or like ant legs. So that's what we're talking about. Like there's multiple kinds of different species that are working together almost, it seems like, or maybe one's like subservient to the other. So it's pretty, pretty interesting, uh, in that regard. Um, so as this story continues, she states that <clears throat> these layers of this device that they were brought brought out, the first layer went through their alien language and actually kind of like downloaded the information into her mind of how to understand the alien language. Then in the second layer, she was taken to Pleiades, uh, where she gained information about the Pleiades and how, how that planet was structured sociologically and uh, environmentally. And then in the third layer, they showed her these eight lights and four of these beings manifested in front of her. So out of these lights, these four beings manifested in front of her. And one, one child, they were all children. One child had curly hair, but large, large eyes. Okay, so clearly a hybrid. And she stated that as she started to look them in the eye, she recognized herself in the way that they move and in the way that they looked. She saw herself inside of the child, and it was obviously an incredible, powerful, um, meaningful, impactful event that happened to her. Um, she stated she wanted to stay there with them. She didn't want to go back to Earth. She stated that she felt incredibly guilty, uh, like a super irresponsible person that wasn't uh, able to control or um, focus on her children. Uh, know where they were and know their location. Um, she stated that on board the craft, they kept showing her this holographic prism with eight levels. And the third level, after returning from Pleiades, um, they showed her the, the eight lights that then manifested into children. But only four of them were in front of her. So one of them was the one little boy, two girls, and then another boy that was older. And this was all on the craft all on the craft and this is like really interesting because so many women have the same problem they have i don't know if it's a problem or not but they have the same experience right where they get they have they're implanted with a pregnancy and then that pregnancy is taken from them early what's interesting is she talks about the fact that these pregnancies um require the aliens to 
place a uh, container inside of them. Um, and I don't mean like a Tupperware container, I'm talking about like a liner inside of them to allow the humans to carry this hybrid alien. Because what happened with uh, our, our fine, fine um, whistleblower here is that she actually became highly allergic to antibiotics that were given to her um, because she became violently ill after these experiences. And they happened early on in her, her life. They happened in her teenage years and, and later on too. But uh, they couldn't find out why she was become pregnant or having these, these issues of feeling sick because she didn't have any boyfriends. And she was grew up, brought up in a very religious uh, background, uh, especially with school. Um, and she, she didn't even know what was happening because this was before she was even aware of, you know, teenage and puberty and everything like that. Um, so, uh, no, no boyfriends, no anything. And when I say pregnant, I mean, she didn't even know that she was pregnant. Okay. This, this realization didn't even happen until later on in 2013 when she had the experience where she went on the ship and they showed her, her children. And she realized that she was pregnant back then when she was getting all these ailments and illnesses. So very, very fascinating. One of the times she went into the hospital, they stated that she had an amoeba that needed, uh, needed to be cured. And if she didn't get cured, she would die within two months. And so they were trying to figure out this amoeba situation. And later on, she found out that it was because they were implanting her with these different liners and these different things that she actually got sick. Um, and they fixed her, the aliens did. So that's really fascinating. Um, there's just, there's so much to this. And like the way that she describes this, it's like so nonchalant. I mean, obviously, you know, she had, she's had to deal with this over time, but she's had some time to deal with it. Um, but she told her family the story and her family was super supportive. Even her dad told her that he had his own experiences. So she wasn't the only one. Um, there was many people inside of her family that had the similar experience, not, not necessarily pregnancy part, but the, the encounters part. Um, so she's been an amazing, amazing whistleblower. Um, and, she, and she's one of the most eloquent ones that I've ever come across. Um, she talks about how the aliens splice the data, uh, and the DNA data within us, um, and how the mitochondria carries our history. And they use that mitochondria to split and to work their DNA into our, our physical DNA. What I am happy to hear about is that she does have connections to uh, other mothers who have had alien implants and alien, um, you know, pregnancies that have been taken from them. So there is a, there is a support group, but that's it. You know, I mean, they should be, there should be more, but at least there is some, some networks out there that she's familiar with and that, uh, she's engaged with. So I'm happy to hear about that. She seems to be a very stand-up woman, seems to be able to have, to have handled this very, very well, or at least come to, come to grips with it. And, um, you know, I definitely applaud her for for everything she's she's been through, and you know, been able to 
maneuver through her life. So anyway, I wanted to share that with you guys. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. I can't believe I missed two whole days of podcasting. It seems like it blew by so fast. I was pretty busy, I guess, apparently, because I've been trying to put out one or two a day. Um, so I will try to shoot out another one today. And I hope you guys are taking your, care of yourselves physically, spiritually, emotionally, following through on your hobbies and your goals and your dreams. And as always, continue to question the universe around you. Until next time, guys, take care. Lockdown Universe out.